Welcome everyone. This is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey to a Success. Thank you so much for joining me this week. This is May 11th, my last month of my season three, where I start preparing (laughs) or getting ready to go on my summer break. And today's episode, episode 86, the show topic is the top five effective leadership strategies. So we're going to take a look at that, narrow this down to kind of get a quick reference, a recap or introduction for those is looking for some quick ways to pump up their leadership, their leadership skills or their focus of how they want to perceive, be to be perceived of, to be to be perceived as an effective leader. So let's go ahead and just jump into this. I like to start off my show by saying in this day, I'm thankful to the prime creator of all things that I give thanks for this blessing and opportunity that I will use it for the greater good. Welcome my survivors of the journey to my podcast that aims to inspire and motivate you that will continue to have joyfulness in your heart and peace of mind and for your sustained success. All right. So to this particular episode, it just came to me that kind of like, you know, I need to do this more often, I think, just going to narrow it down. These are the five. I might do that starting in my season four, my podcast show. It just came to me to kind of focus on the areas that I have seen leaders that's in a leadership role that neglect one might be good in one area, but not in the other. And you should have all of this, what I'm about to talk about on your plateau in a way you should have all of this of your strategy to be able to effectively lead others. All right, let's go ahead and talk about that, the why and the what leadership can do and must do to implement. So my main point, my important point is that leadership has to constantly reinvent their strategy matrix to deliver the results they want for their organization. Also, we got to look at the change, okay? They need to be able to change for their leadership approach that is vital to leading the teams that they desire. So that's the important point that you definitely need to take away for today, that leadership has to be consistent, not in one aspect for a certain amount of time for them to achieve a certain goal that they want. And then the next is right back to the same business as usual. And then the work teams and employees feel neglected, not appreciated, and that contributes to toxicity in the workplace. So my wisdom point Getting to this part of my segment here is that leadership is not just about leading others. It is about responsibility to adapt. My wisdom point is that leadership is not just about leading others. It's actually about responsibility to adapt to the needs of the organization that they lead. So let's look at that. Why is this so? Okay, so we look to leadership that can bring about a new way of understanding that can communicate to others a new understanding that can be able to address the requirements of not just the job and the manage the managing of the departments and and so forth but actually what's needed to create the best or least the most efficient respectful honor in the sense of appreciating the people that come into work every day within the workplace and by honing on these five things I'm going to talk about really can set you apart from the leaders that are continued to struggle or the leaders that continue to stand in the position of self and not us. Who are we really talking about? Where are we talking about these top five leadership strategies that can help those that seek 
a better way to be able to connect with the people that they lead. That's basically what leadership is. And sometimes you get lost in the overall power of that particular position. But to me, leadership is also being humble. And that might be a different pack podcast I will do, probably starting in my season four. But nonetheless, let's get right to it. The top five leadership strategies are, number one, interpersonal skills that actually connects to the diversity of others and ability to change as the internal humanity of employees change as well. Just like the market can change, the environment internally can change based on the makeup of the people that work for you. I need you to replay that so you can really sink in and think about that. For instance, it's not just about being likable. You got to look at it as are you being in a way that you connect with someone or a team or what have you to understand your viewpoint and by doing the necessary work to get the interpersonal skills where it needs to be. For example, cultural research that connects with others and understanding how you can connect that and communicate that. It leads me to my number two leadership strategy for effective leadership is communication. Interpersonal skills and communication is really like, you know, they're like twins. And you can't really fake interpersonal skills. People even know that you sincerely care or you don't. And to force your interpersonal skills, your communication needs to be there. I mean, it needs to be tailored to the many different observations from your work teams in the sense of celebrations of birthdays, holidays, special occasions. You're just involved. And to highlight and give congratulations and be connected when successes from team level of employees have achieved the goals set forth. I know just signing a particular certificate is more problematic because of time, but sometimes you have to do a little bit extraordinary than that, a more personal connection. And that gives you to the interpersonal skills I mentioned for number one. You got to make it personal and memorable through the communication that deliver. That could be written or that could be an actual phone call. An actual phone call helps more if you get away to so much technology to be able to really open up that avenue of connecting with your employees. That's leadership. You can say a few words and mean a whole heck of a lot. Number three. Number three strategy is getting to the point that is understanding. So understanding of the rules and policies set forth to conduct the needed simulation of providing or getting, I'm sorry, feedback based on the review of those rules and policies they decided on. So you need to basically have a time reference reprimandum or a reference phase where you are reviewing to look at the rules and policies set forth and to prove that the prior decisions made is working in alignment to the actual diversity of the organization. And that goes back to number one, when I mentioned that you're actually connecting with the diversity, where that plugs into understanding the rules that you set forth. Sometimes you have to change some rules based on the climate, based on the market, based on what needs for the business, but also based on the type of employees that work for you. For example, the work schedules. Is it being more flexible? Everybody really love a flexible job. I know some jobs can't have that type of flexibility too far out, and I get that, but the goal is to make sure during the hiring process, you're hiring the ones that will be inclined. You can't really say, and I'm gonna do a podcast on this, advertise for one position, 
leave a gray area, then you hire them and then your rules is basically strict as I don't know what. And then you're surprised because they, that comes off with the leadership. That comes off with, well, why management, higher management is making these decisions when I was hired and this wasn't disclosed to me and all this. And now, I, so it creates that friction. It creates, it builds the seeds, it leads to toxicity. So you want to understand the rules that you have implemented and is it in compliance in relation, connecting and alignment to the workers that you have and what you implement in HR to communicate the policies and so forth that they will accept and make sure it's in alignment of being some flex. You got to have some type of flexibility. And that's where being an effective leader where people will remember you as the prestige leadership that you can do. So number four is being open and honest, doing admitting errors, problems that doesn't present the objective that you wanted. And that hones on to looking at the decisions that were made, but you have to admit wasn't on par or at that time the data that you presented, that's what you actually decided on. So you did the best that you could at that moment, but you're willing to take responsibility for it. So that's being open and honest. That this by far along with communication goes back to number one, interpersonal skills, because you are willing to admit and connect that you're human, but you're willing to still lead with a plan. To me, leadership is not about you standing tall and you never fall and how would you actually learn things? That's what life is. Life is about learning, fall down. If you get back up, that's very strong. And then you're willing to make another decision to make it happen, to get the results. That is strong leadership, in which I like to call prestige leadership because it gives you the ability to connect with people, to accept any type of errors or wrong things, this was wrong or what have you. And by being very patient in the process to get it right, will reinforce your prestige in leadership. So number five is the last takeaway, and this is the decision-making, which is basically observing the last decisions made and effectively measuring the outcome, thus the consistency in good decisions with results that are in alignment to those expectations offered to employees that will create your plateau of success. So decision-making, and when I wrote these tips down, <laughs> these strategies down, I kind of thought about maybe I should flip it, have decision-making number one in the interpersonal skills. And actually, I think this is perfect how this lined out. Decision-making is the definition of leadership. If you are ineffective in decision-making, I suggest that you go back to number three point where I highlight about your strategy should be focusing on understanding of the rules and, and policies. And that's also include the vision, the mission, data, and decision making is great for number five. That's the cream of the crop because the root of it is interpersonal because you're trying to connect with your people that when you speak, they listen, they empowered, they're motivated, there's no toxicity. And number five, they're willing to go above and beyond to make sure the brand is what it is that you're selling to customers. You get that? I need you to replay that as well. So decision making is very key. I think it's right on point as number five because that's something you need to take away with as well and measure your decisions. Are they are they correct? How much of success came out decisions that you make? And are you getting advisor, your top tenants there giving you good advice because that plays into a lot of your decision making and you need to look at that and make adjustments where needed. I'm going to go ahead now and move on to my strategy to succeed. It's real simple. I want you to network with other leaders. Okay, Learn what they do. Compare your notes. 
learn about the circumstances and challenges that they went through to hone on these five areas that I point out because research is power and I love research <laughs> and that's what you need to do so let's move on to my for your task to dust to dawn basically I want you to catch up on reading studies that offers additional practices to succeed in these top five strategies that I listed it for effective leadership your motivational takeaway is this anything is possible when we set the path for success that encourages leadership to lead effectively and efficiently. All right, thank you so much for joining me for my podcast episode for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey to a Success, just to give you some information to not only stay in contact, but with the other things that I offer. I provide career consultation, Offering the first 30 minutes are free. Thereafter, there is a fee access afterwards per hour and can be discussed on a case-by-case basis, depending on your need. So if it is an emergency and you need some consultation regarding your career or choices that you're about to make moving forward, in a sense, in your personal type objectives, then you can definitely contact me. The primary way to contact me is by email, which is info at nichelleanderson.com. Now, I do have a toll-free number on my website. Now, that is actually only for webinars when I'm doing like a free webinar and you're calling in once that number is through that medium. And it's only really for that. So it's not really connected to me directly. Now, I am working on that, but for right now, it's not really really and when that changed you would definitely get a notice of that to go forward so just to recap my primary way is info at nichelleanderson.com all right so the other thing I want to share with you is that I also provide business courses and self-improvement courses so that overall objective is to help you to create strategies that work for you to get you motivated to identify the ways to get your or keep your joy and your mental peace so I do provide that on the basis of your objective to gain success and as I like to say sustain success you can find information on my courses that I release on my official website which is www.nichelleanderson.com and you can go there and you can look at the different courses that I am releasing that are available these courses are self-paced they will be identified if they're considered to be like live sessions on a regular basis but for the most part they are self-paced during that time I do have live sessions that once you have signed up for the course you will see that in the schedule of what days that I'm available live that you can talk to me and we can go over the courses going forward right on those particular topics so that information is basically on my website that you can go to which is michelleanderson.com now I want to do a special call out for listeners that I have seen in my stats that are following me um, continue to follow me which I am thankful for now to get into to get connected more to stay connected I'm asking you to consider to join my newsletter that I do send out and to do that you just have to submit of course your your name and your email I don't spam you can always request it to be taken off the list I don't send thousands of emails because I don't like 
thousands of emails from a particular source so I keep it very in a way that's informative of course because obviously you like the content because you hear and you enjoy it and you're getting something from it which pleases me to expand that and to expand that and to move forward and to get into other ways that I can expand what I'm trying to do is to form a newsletter to get that set up in the sense that I'm communicate, communicating that I can send that out more quickly actually through uh, a podcast or any type of thing or production that I'm doing where a newsletter is more in the sense faster to get that contact and to send it out on blast right and more opportunity to send more content compared to like social media characters to be able to to get that message out so do consider that to join my newsletter by providing and you can find that link at the end of each episode I have that link to basically to sign up here for Nichelle E-List Tips newsletter and um, you could do that and you can see that and click and it's a short form online form it is secured and you can complete that alright the other thing I want to talk about is basically to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't please go ahead of course this is going through Podbeam. I have two podcasts. This one, of course, you're listening to is Surviving Your Journey to a Success. And you can subscribe, of course. You should see the subscribe button here at the bottom of this episode or at the top, whichever device that you're using. Now, I'm also available on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Google Play, on iTunes, and any other podcast directories for feed distribution. You can connect that way and subscribe and if you like it share it now I am on social media and so you do hear me a lot talk about Twitter I'm mostly active on Twitter I'm also active on Facebook for the most part right now is Twitter and I like the whole concept of keeping it short and sweet in my closing I want to say thank you again for joining me today here is my closing statement for you Be you that strengthens and inspires your ability to be strong in your journey in Denver. It's a good thing towards your mental peace and joy. Always to your success.